The least gay way that two bros can share fluids is by sharing a beer. I'm a doctor. I am a doctor. I'm Dr. Reddit. <laughs> like, give me stew pickles, Alara. <laughs> That's what I'm looking stew for. Stew pickles who has lost control yeah. of his life. Yeah, Putting in Elena's yes, kitchen at 4 yes. a.m. Exactly. Okay, literally the energy is one to one. <laughs> Damon and Catherine go on a field trip. <laughs> I love that song. Hi, I'm Morgan. And I'm Elle. And this is The Vampire Journals. Journals. <laughs> we just watched The Vampire Diaries episode four, season three, mm. called Disturbing Behavior. And boy, was it. And boy, was it. A few people behaved disturbingly in this. Yeah, quite a few. But I also do think that that's a vague enough title that it gives away the fact that, as we were talking about, this was more of a, like, setting stuff up for later episode than it was a paying stuff off episode. Mm -hmm. It felt like a lot Mm -hmm. of connective tissue being established. They were moving pieces around the board. Exactly. Setting up for a big move. Quite literally, there was a big move that occurred in, like, a van (laughs) and everything. When you say it like that, it sounds like a poop. (laughs) I think the focus of one's disturbing Mm. behavior was mostly Stefan trying to outsmart Klaus and Rebecca or anyone like including including Gloria yeah Gloria and Catherine yeah he he really got a little too big for his britches he remembered (laughs) what a hep cat he was in the past and he was like oh I can do that again but he's really really out of practice and he took a little bit too big of a swing Mm -hmm. and it didn't work out for him and it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing (laughs) I would say so so Stefan's Stefan's down and out in ways that we'll describe. A lot of other characters did a lot of other things. So I think let's should we do it like character That's by character? That's the summary or? for every episode. Yeah, a lot of characters yeah. did a lot of things, but I think it's gonna be <laughs> like last episode. We kind of had two plot lines that were like pretty interconnected, and then one that was easy to do. Mm-hmm. This. Yeah. I think we're going to have to be more careful about not getting all over the place just because a lot of disconnected things were happening. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. we need to just go by go character, okay. like yeah. character sets. I, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So to untangle this web of characters, we have brought in a couple of experts. Mm-hmm. Bridget. Hi, I'm Bridget Woodbury, and I am on the committee that decides who's receiving GLAAD awards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it seemed like we had a couple of questions about uh-huh. whether some members of the Mystic Falls community might be... Well, we have so many <laughs> potential nominations Yes, at hand. Who are you thinking of as potential GLAAD Award nominees? Um, well, I am, as a representative of the public in this mm-hmm. moment, and also as someone who, I guess, cares more about the Vampire Diaries than gay rights, mm-hmm. I would say Damon's number one. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial pick. What's your logic there? Yeah, so he's kind of Because he just did like, physically attack a gay man in this yeah, episode. Yeah, he did. And he has, like, he's the also flair. the type to just, like, be proud he won an award and not know what it was for. <laughs> yeah, he lives out loud. Damon mm-hmm. is still on the list of contenders, unlike okay. some of our other characters, because he beat the shit out of a gay man the same way he'd beat the shit out of a straight person <laughs> that's true yeah. i i don't feel as though he he, he actually broke the neck of a, mm-hmm. a straight man yeah and, and restrained himself in the context of the gay man so, yeah so i wouldn't say okay, it was gay I'll, bashing I'll so I'll much I. as just bashing yeah. <laughs> damon put enough time in there during mm-hmm. the beating of the gay man <laughs> oh to my god let <laughs> to let caroline come in and save him and what mm-hmm. i will say too and mm-hmm. i don't i don't know if this is he did the villain pause this yeah. is Damon also um, bit 
Caroline's gay dad on the neck twice this episode, which like, I don't think that this is the first time that we've seen a man bite another man's neck in the show, but I think it was the most like build up and intimacy as to the visuals. Yes. Mm. Until you said that, I had absolutely Mm. clocked that the volume of victims Mm. were predominantly women, right? Because that is the role of women in the show And we've seen women drink women's blood as well in the show from the neck. Because women, of course, can be a little more fluid. Yeah. They got more fluid in them. (laughs) Women... Have more blood. Is okay. that true? No. no. <laughs> I was just ready it, to believe you. <laughs> so, but when you said mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. We really have mm-hmm. accepted such an overwhelming mm-hmm. baseline yeah. of 80% of harm being done to women. To women. And like the visuals of like, of like penetration. I hate to yeah. say it, but like happening. You either, love to say it. I do love it. to say it, but like happening men on women or women on women, but like man on man penetration in mm-hmm. this show. There's but been a dearth. It only happens uh-huh. when they are face to face and one of them shanking each other in the stomach. Exactly. Right? Like that's normally how that goes. It's more violent. And like the times it's, that, yeah, the times that men have drank each other's blood in this show, it's been through through like either an intermediary like yeah. Klaus putting blood in a beer bottle for Stefan to drink. So that was the least gay way yeah. that the uh, least gay way that two bros can share fluids is by yeah. sharing a beer. <laughs> the other there has been male victims, but they've mostly been extremely mm. small characters. They've yeah. been like cold open. Characters. And it's been like a quick right. little bite without like like when even the women who get their blood drank in the show, I feel like there's a little more time where it's like like last episode you see Stefan like embracing a woman who we don't have a name for her but like there's a full scene of like a sexy car blood sucking yeah and you don't get that we never see her face we never see her face but we can have women extras sort of be sexualized in Mm -hmm. that way via blood drinking and that doesn't happen to men in this show something that they underline Mm -hmm. over and over again in a way that has absolutely no It's not trying to say anything, mm. which I think ends up saying so much. Oh, yeah. But all vampire violence is sexual violence. Mm. Like, they have shown it to us mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, unless it is a friend coming to another friend's aid, mm. it is an erotic, slow, yeah. Yeah. tortured, yeah. bloody And there have been, like, a few uh-huh. big, like, set piece fights that I think sort of subvert that, where, like, hearts are getting torn out. I think that's yeah. less sexual. And, and also, that yeah. is, that's when we see more men. Yeah, and that's right? when that's we see men. We see fighting. men getting yeah. killed. Yeah. We see men getting killed in battle and we mm-hmm. see women getting killed sexually. Yeah. Sexually, the, slowly, the, one-on-one. The, the gender of it all. The male gaze of it all, perhaps. Yeah. It, no, truly. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's such a... It's taken us three and a half seasons, <laughs> two and a half seasons to mm. kind of talk about it because it yeah. is. I think we touched on it a little in the very beginning, but like it yeah. is not just normal for the show; it is mm. normal for our world. I'll, and yeah, mm. and the media that reflects yeah. our world. And, the, yeah, and it's not absolutely. just of its time because it's yeah. still something that occurs in TV and media. Today. Oh, for yeah. sure. And also so. real world, right? Like yeah. most violence is done against women. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, but also the kind of violence because mm. a lot of men experience violence in war mm. do you know what i mean so it, yeah it, there's more of the and the, and the, the male, number one type of violence women experience is domestic yeah yes so like people attribute like a lot of gun violence or war violence to masculinity yeah mm-hmm. whereas domestic violence yeah yeah, yeah. Feminine. and it man i don't want to for a moment imply that the show is being accurate then Mm-hmm. by by portraying it like this because i think that it's part of the problem oh contraire yeah. if it was doing it in a way that seemed intentional or thoughtful yeah that would be one thing but i think it's just sort of it doesn't 
feel that but, way. But yeah, I mean, like yeah. it's for the same reason that like anytime mm. we hear about a serial killer, we're going to assume that they're targeting women. Yeah, yeah, right. Like that is that is our norm. Yeah, mm. and and it is perpetuated through the Vampire Diaries, the number one <laughs> uh, <laughs> fault haver. <laughs> because like in society, we attribute mm. the reasoning behind a serial killer's like desire. Mm. like a need a to drive kill, a drive a yeah that is sort of a libido based like yeah and yeah. even if it's not yeah. libido based just the concept There's sort of, of that desire. association yeah 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 because yeah, it's kind of that base urge thing which it's again translates it translates works. easy to vampires and again we're not saying like the vampire diaries is not like evil for doing this yeah, but they they're didn't just invent violence they're just women. like not <laughs> thought they're just doing they're they're not rising above yeah <laughs> they did invent mm-hmm. sexy thick eyebrows wiggling <laughs> yeah inventing that's acting. definitely them yeah, they, they were invented the first acting. one <laughs> but bridget ever... you were talking about other potential oh sorry let me know if people have more to say about this no mm-hmm. i was kind of just rambling about eyebrows mm-hmm. so i know that one member of the mystic falls community has nominated himself for a glad award <laughs> yeah and that's that's caroline's dad so you reviewed his application how are you feeling about that yeah that's mm-hmm. gonna be a no from us <laughs> oh yeah why that's gonna be a pretty what? strong no but from he's us. gay mm-hmm. yeah you love those he's so described did, himself as a pillar of the community we usually since he's do on the council like a couple of, and from out of town a couple of character interviews mm-hmm. we tried to sort of hit a 360 review approach and <laughs> speak to some people that don't have any authority over them how so, staggered are your one-on-ones i don't know how to answer that question bi-weekly wink mm. wink wink <laughs> wink 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 they're actually gay weekly <laughs> go to hell so we spoke to caroline we heard um that he's using a number of tactics Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we pretty publicly decry what um so i don't find uh his sort of like scamper away from mystic falls redemptive Mm, yeah fair because he's gay (laughs) so we have to be on his side Yeah. yeah All gay people deserve awards. <laughs> and I'd like to nominate myself. <laughs> there we go. Second. For a GLAAD award. <laughs> this podcast yes. should win a GLAAD award. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it's time. I'll alert the committee. Thank you. <laughs> and then we have Hannah. Oh yeah. So I'm actually, mm-hmm. uh, you guys reached out to me because mm-hmm. I had the top voted comment mm-hmm. on Caroline's Reddit thread where she mm-hmm. was talking about her relationship with her father. Yeah. Kind of just like looking for like some yeah. outside opinions on like, yeah. am I the asshole or like, oh, like that? That was uh, the subreddit she posted yeah, uh, too. No, it was like oh. more specific, but it definitely used a lot of the same nomenclature. All right. Uh, um, what was the name of the subreddit she? Posted? I won't tell you. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't an AMA. No, 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 no. She was. She was like, okay, hi, like. I'm a vampire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I need to know if I'm being crazy. Like my dad tried to conversion therapy me out of being a vampire. Mm-hmm. And then my ex who is a vampire. So my dad is like a vampire hunter mm-hmm. and then I'm a vampire. And then my ex tried to vampire attack him mm-hmm. and then I saved him. And then I don't know. I'm just like kind of like really confused about where our relationship is. Right. Like I'm, yeah. I'm trying to like quote it from my mind. My advice was to go no contact Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to cut off her dad i think that her dad is a toxic force Mm -hmm, in her life that mm -hmm. will not improve it in any way i think that she has very much burdened herself Mm -hmm, with a responsibility to him as a father that he has not 
given back that same amount of responsibility mm. on after he did try to vampire conversion therapy her. yeah i don't and think then he also has apologized for that yet has he has no. he said i'm sorry no and he mm-hmm. did absolutely like mm-hmm. this is the first time mm-hmm. we're seeing him in the show yeah fair and yeah. then he comes into town and she's like well he's my dad and it's like is he as someone on reddit like (laughs) i what i wanted to underline was that like is he your dad Mm. right or do you remember him being your dad Mm -hmm. yeah right like that's very different on reddit is infallible he's no and it all comes from me and (laughs) yeah i just like if your parent can't accept you for growing into the person that you Mm -hmm. are as an adult Mm -hmm. yeah then i don't think that they get to say that they're still your parent yeah especially when they are not doing any parenting yeah exactly parenting is as much a a verb as it is a noun yeah Mm. Wow. Mm. I think parenting mm. is a verb. <laughs> well, yeah, parent is a verb. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, I said something so deep just now, and I should get a GLAAD award for it. <laughs> yes, you got it. Thank you, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy. The Glacademy. <laughs> I want to thank the my parent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My username is <laughs> therapist xx underscore therapist. So are you a therapist in real life or is that just your name on Reddit? No, that's like sort of like what mm-hmm. I've been referred to as by people who have appreciated sure. my insight. But not by clients that you're seeing in a professional capacity. I think that's arguable. Sure. What's <laughs> what's the argument? That, I mean, if like what is professional? Um, getting paid <laughs> to do something is professional. Okay. Then it's pro bono. <laughs> <laughs> Is it licensed? By <laughs> the medical board? I'm licensed by Reddit. Okay. Uh-huh. To Reddit. The reticle board. You've been given Reddit gold at some point? And is that licensed? I've gotten like at least three upvotes. Oh boy. That's not that many. I'm not a, a very popular. I am a doctor. AIT I'm Dr. Post. Reddit. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Caroline and her dad as a plot line first? I'm because we curious. ended last episode yeah. on this. That's true. And so it's the be... freshest in our yeah. Yeah. minds in, in terms so of like <laughs> what we're placing as most important in this episode. I, okay. I, the thought that the show runners would be like okay let's try and like bridge caroline's relationship with her dad i don't think is the best idea up front Mm -hmm. but like i think anything can be pulled off the way that they are doing it though is that it's been one episode and she's ready to forgive him for torturing her i think she's still feeling something about it but Mm. yeah they're not i don't think they had the time in the episode to yeah. give, give it time to breathe i really i think if someone tortures you you should be mad about it for and at least one episode or that the person should say sorry or uh-huh. that they should so, say sorry or so that perhaps that, you should be mad that they don't say sorry that is why like they didn't really have a conversation <laughs> no so that is why i see this as a story about a child mm-hmm. f- like failing to receive a parent's approval yeah. and then having to learn to stand on her own two feet. Which I, that. I'm mm-hmm. excited if rather that's where it's than going. Yeah. like with her yeah. and her mom, like mm. that story was about like, yeah. she did teach her mom how to broaden yeah. her and mind. That, and that had time she to breathe yes. too. Like yes. they and also a... going to underline this. Her mom was present. Yes. Yeah. yeah she was there. <laughs> and I guess Caroline being, she's very, she wants her dad's approval and she doesn't want him to not love her, which is so understandable. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's a daddy's little girl. She is. Type. Yeah. And I think part of it is like, yeah. she hasn't seen him in so long. Mm-hmm. She might have all of this like pent up need for his attention. That is yeah. like the other thing I getting find her to push her anger down or mm-hmm. that I find really easily. interesting about Caroline mm-hmm. in this episode 
is how much time she spends thinking about Kath or mm. about Elena and Damon. Mm. Oh yeah, like this really trauma. Like I, I mm. guess that's like partly her way of ignoring the trauma from. That's a good point. Her dad. Yeah, she's like backburnering. Right. Yeah. She spends so much time being like, like there's mm. I think at least three distinct conversations she yeah. has. And this isn't as big a thing, but when she was having kind of like relationship stuff with Tyler, she seemed to focus in on like planning Elena a birthday party. And now with this, instead of dealing with any feelings she might yeah. have wow, about her dad she torturing her, she's like a best friend in a thing you yeah. know yeah like, and like an her, avoidant queen her <laughs> an avoidant queen she is genuinely so much of her life does revolve around elena yeah. yeah but it and it could be sort of like a failure of writing of like she should probably care about herself more or it could be a she needs this is how she's getting through things yeah she needs to fix something but she doesn't feel like she can fix her own problems right like yeah. she's so perfectionist mm. so type a yeah. so yeah. achieve 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 she yeah. needs a project but she needs a project that she feels like she can handle yeah because yeah. because part of her i feel like a big part of her self-perception mm. is on top of shit yeah and so if she pauses to address ways in which she might not be mm-hmm. that is like a crack in the sense of self yeah Yes, yeah. exactly. That she kind I of doesn't I know how to handle. I written down how Damon described her. Oh, mm. oh shoot, yes. Because it was very similar to what you just said. That like oh, it was she, really good. The general premise was that she's such a control freak. Mm. That like... I think he might have just called her a control freak. Yeah. But he also said something really good to Elena that I think really needed to be said. Mm-hmm. What was that? He said, stop trying to turn me into Stefan. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's so yeah. needed to be said yeah. by him too. Elena her. was getting it from Damon and from Caroline. Mm-hmm. And she said nothing in response. And thank God. Yeah. Because I needed to know she it. Heard was it was a surprisingly mature and self-aware thing of him to say, but in an appropriately bratty and dramatic yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't <laughs> yeah. out of character in the least. Yeah. Caroline did like say the phrase are you trying to swap salvators yes which has only renewed my deep belief that caroline is gonna end up with stefan and elena is gonna end up with but she and tyler are in such a good place right now like like i do have to say that the arc with her and tyler is like they are making so much sense as a couple yeah they are better more sense as a couple than any other couple we've seen i like that couple the best same. I do think she and Stefan are going to end up together because at some point they're going to get Something. together because they have chemistry. Yeah. They yeah. simply yeah. have chemistry. Something's yeah. going to happen to doom Caroline and Tyler's relationship and I'm sad about it because like yeah. maybe he works. turns into a forever wolf. Yeah. Or Klaus gets him hybrided and he gets Yum. turned evil. Yeah. Yeah. That would yeah. be really fun. <laughs> it would be really fun. Because he's been so good. For, Tyler's been such a past, great character. Like, season, yeah. he's yeah. been like all good all the time. Yeah. And he was introduced as a big bully. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. introduced as a bully, sexual harasser. Yeah. yeah. Kind of that stereotypical jock. The show sort of forgets it. I don't think they like. Yeah. They sweep it under the rug. He's kind of like roidy. Yeah. Like, and then even at the end of the first season mm. and then all through the second season yeah he's roidy he's <laughs> yeah yeah he's just like angry all the time but it's because of his werewolf he's side. kind of taking the position now that matt used to have of like the normalist mm-hmm. guy but in a way that's still not boring where is matt he has a foot in matt? the supernatural exactly world, right yes. which matt never had yeah i hope matt's okay me too and i <laughs> i think i said this when we were recording season mm. one that i don't like tyler now but i like Tyler later and I get and I that can now. say it right like I can say it it's now, now. it's, like, it's I, happening I, this Tyler is his time is the best when he is with Caroline okay okay yeah, interesting. I believe it. Tyler and Caroline work in a way that like Bonnie and Jeremy do not don't and they're both like appropriately aged couples that have stuff in common 
but Tyler and Caroline just have like this chemistry and I guess can relate yeah. to one another's yeah it's I, it truly comes down to chemistry for me. Out. yeah yeah in a way that like they just don't don't. but jeremy and anna make sense because she's so drippy (laughs) they are both sort of like whiny and weird in a way that works more yeah Yeah. they both have homeschool energy in a way that bonnie doesn't because bonnie is so like yeah she's so well-rounded as like a person she's so much more mature yeah Yeah. as an actress she is selling being into him but i'm still not buying it yes yeah yeah Yeah. i'm still not buying it because i see him yeah (laughs) yeah but although okay so i have to say Mm. there's a little bit of a comparison here to Mm. be drawn to another couple that like why does this work? Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it should work, but it does work. And that is Spencer and Toby from Pretty Little Lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that is a competent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dynamic woman yeah. with a drippy, weird boy. Yeah. And the they make that work. That works so well. The chemistry there well, works. And, it's, and I truly think it's because she is selling all of it. Yeah. Troy and Belisario. What they were trying to set up Jeremy to be in season one was kind of that emo bad boy that I think Toby is more consistently. <laughs> and he's still wearing graphic tees. Exactly. So. But Toby is a little more, like, he has had more life happen to him. <laughs> Toby definitely is more traumatized. He's which is, way like, more remarkable because Jeremy died. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy died. But, like, you don't really get the sense that it, but like, Toby he's, was like, having feelings about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Toby, you get the sense that, like, he's been through stuff and that they're, like, and then, connecting and then he, about yeah, it. Yeah, he's, like, been knocked down and yeah. then he's coming mm-hmm. to the relationship. And he gets up again yeah whereas jeremy (laughs) yeah he got knocked down and he got up again yeah whereas jeremy it's like you you know cognitively he got knocked down but i think the way they write him you're not really getting a sense of it and he's not really talking about it yeah jeremy is not coming at the relationship Mm. from a place of like i am like i have been changed by the things that have happened to me jeremy is coming at the relationship from a place of like i like bonnie (laughs) (laughs) he's coming at it by like he knows that yeah. he's emotionally cheating on Bonnie mm. and he's and just he's like, Ugh, trying to hide what a piece it. of shit. I oh my god. Ugh. He's but also because I don't it's think a ghost. he is emotionally cheating on Bonnie yet. I think that he's flirting he's, with the idea. I think he knows he wants to. I think he knows that he's yeah. like he has mm-hmm. the potential within him to cross a line yes. and he is afraid of his own. He's, he's knocking on the door. Yeah. Of that boundary. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is he doesn't even have the spine to cheat on her all the way. Yeah. He just has this Which, like good. Well, no, no, no. Because <laughs> listen, if there's one like okay, cheating on her obviously would suck and be infuriating. Yes. But watching him wibble wobble about yeah. wanting to cheat is <laughs> honestly thing, more insufferable I to mean me. the thing where he yeah. like okay, hugs Bonnie mm. hello and yeah. Anna's in the mirror yeah and I he just that. is like <sighs> oh, maybe he's so tired it is yeah. like it's a weird position to be in but it's not the weirdest position he's yes, been in true. and I feel like I can see how a character in his mm-hmm. position would become somewhat jaded yes to certain things for sure and approach them differently but it uh-huh. seems like this sort of approach is what he would have yeah. done in season one as well. i yeah i think that jeremy if they had made him like more traumatized and pathetic could have been one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they're just playing him because so they have all flat. your favorite ingredients yeah i love a pathetic man yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie yeah, on do. a I'm not gonna get onto this podcast and lie. And lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just like if he's not pathetic, but he's not cool, then what is he? All L wanna do. Yeah. You know? Is be on podcast. It's like a little <laughs> eat hot chip and lie. Eat weird flavored chip and lie. It's just like a little liminal man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like what is he giving? What is yeah. he bring? He's not giving anything. He's giving like inklings of 
pieces yeah. Yeah. and nothing holds. Everyone else is giving something. Everyone else is serving. Everyone else brought chili to the potluck and he did not Everyone bring else did bring chili <laughs> to the potluck. By the way, in this yeah. episode, there is just a like a throwaway bit that's genuinely so funny yeah. about like that's commentary mm-hmm. on like the founding families. Yeah. Every founding family has a chili. Yeah. Just like commentary on like normal people behavior at potluck. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like um, so out of place observational in this show. Humor. Observational show about my favorite my favorite part about that is that damon also did an observational humor little stand-up bit about Uh, it where elena was like it's an old family recipe yes and damon is like i knew your old family their chili sucks yes i love that so much i i would so love to see more of that in in the show it kind of actually really smacks of weeds to me where where that show was very much like the dichotomy between like selling drugs and also just like trying to make it through suburban if there was more vampire slice of life that would be so good i I would love love these little Mm. glimpses into like actual normal lives of these descendants of these founding families they all have such weird baggage from their ancestors (laughs) that they're like this is normal cultish yeah yeah shit and they're not allowed to like because they are the like most powerful people in town they're like well, this is how it is. We're normal. We're the we're the role models. Which is that like <laughs> which is like the f- fun part of Southern Gothic of yeah. like we've been doing this so long, we've got to. But yeah. with that level of like wry, like goofy suburban. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. I love it. <laughs> um, just to talk about the mm. Jeremy Bonnie and the ghosts. Yes, real mm. quick. Jeremy, mm-hmm. Jeremy and the ghosts. <laughs> he finally that gets was way louder to- a laugh than that deserved, but thank you. <laughs> really caught me off guard jeremy finally gets to talk to anna Mm. and they have a one-on-one she talks about how every time he thinks about vicky and he's letting vicky in she can feel a darkness coming Mm. and it's like vicky's trying to push her out but also being on the other side it's kind of like a void like she's completely alone yeah and jeremy is kind of asking her like so what is it called like i think he's trying to be like okay wait so there is an afterlife um which religion was right like right. he's trying to ask yeah, her he's trying to cover he's like oh it yeah. is called the other side and she's, she's like, like it's I just a veil it. shut up i call it that <laughs> yeah i don't know it's like weird what do you there's guys, no guide what do you guys think the darkness is what do you think's happening in the other i the do other think side? when vicky first showed up or maybe the second time she showed up whatever mm. like i do think that something is hitching a ride like oh interesting mm-hmm. i think that so it is not actually Vicky. It is something else trying to come to this boy in the guise of a yeah. dead lover. I'm I'm leaning that way too. I think if it's not that, it's just that Vicky is mad about the way she died and maybe mm. wants to come back and wreak yeah. vengeance. Yeah. Perhaps. Sure. She was and never I, given enough character yeah. to like yeah. justify, justify that. that. But mm. she was given enough character for someone <laughs> to wear as a mask. Right. Yeah. She could be a fun demon. Yeah. Now, yeah. but with regards to the darkness, I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for being here with me everybody of course you (laughs) to go to damon yes damon was a complete mess this episode yes Yes. Um, he was he was on top of some stuff yeah he was on top of some stuff but like wild though (laughs) yeah the core of his argument this episode was that like everyone was trying to change him and you uh, can't change him? Can't yeah, and he had this me. moment I that made me change. think of Buster Bluth. <laughs> going, I'm a monster. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want Damon to have a hook hand so yeah. bad. So the things that happen with Damon that I really cherished one 
him and the sheriff being best friends again? Yes, I'm because so the I... implication that Damon's truest self is being best friends with the sheriff and not with Alaric is really funny it's to me. It's so good that Alaric is his like second string BFF the way yeah. that he's Catherine's second string boyfriend. Yeah. Well, Alaric is You'll fucking You'll never in be her. The sheriff. He's Liz. like, I need to find Liz. a different sandy blonde in their 40s to hang out with <laughs> until the sheriff likes me again. Liz um, is his beard, I think. <laughs> Yeah, Damon is such a cunt that he like needs he needs a hag like he yeah. like yes. Alark does not hundred percent yeah. yeah. like he needs someone. Alark's the boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Alark's like Alark's the straight guy that he likes to flirt with at work. Yeah, a hundred percent. But he needs his hag. Yeah. <laughs> Best case scenario, Alark is his boyfriend with like more conventionally mask interests. So while yes. he's watching the game, he goes out for drinks with the sheriff and like yes. complains. He's like, oh, he doesn't get me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, the old ball and chain let me loose for a night. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Damon yeah. is getting the Glad Award. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this ties in a little bit with Caroline's dad because they're. Damon's reinvited to the council, mm-hmm. even though the mayor and the sheriff both know he's a vampire. Yeah, he's invited to the anti-vampire council, yeah. even though all of the head honchos know he's a vampire. Yeah, amazing. They were like, and they're just like, him, but though. he is still the most effective guy. We the sheriff's like, he is still my best friend. He's our best gay friend. He's so funny. There's no reason for him to I be there. I know for a fact that he is not going to get into a throuple with the sheriff and her ex-husband. Oh my god! But no. like, I want that. No, uh, I don't. Think- I want that so much. No. Because the the gay, the single gay character has been firmly established as a villain. No, he does suck. <laughs> like he is the worst, yeah. and I don't really want that. But I think the idea of Damon inserting himself into a marriage is funny. Like he yeah. did with yes. Alaric and his wife. He was built yeah. for it. Alaric and his yeah. wife. He's already done that. He loves inserting himself into marriages. Yeah. He really does. Mm. He's a Partnerships of any kind. Yeah, um, really. But Caroline's dad, Bill, shows up at the council. Mm. Like once the council meeting is over, yeah. and we kind of realize that oh he can't be compelled because he was compelled mm. to like leave town yeah and, he, and, and he the, the reason is like he's fortified his mind the sheriff's literally he's just so like i'm sick. different or no he the literally was like dad. he literally went full self-help book i think <laughs> bridget did you say he's giving gay tony robbins oh, yeah. yeah yeah just the way that he was like so much of what he was saying was yeah. like i've just learned it's to really control my mind. brain like yeah. so i have crazy. more self-discipline than that it comes down to like willpower yeah he's into the boomer version of like the grind it, yeah, it was very much yeah. like he is on Facebook Gutting. today. Uh-huh. If he's not dead, posting, no one wants to he work anymore. Runs an uh-huh. Instagram account called like Inspirational Memes for like enterprising yeah. young men. Yeah. Like just he likes pictures that are like close ups of Rolexes with captions oh, like if God. you don't put in the time, you don't get the time piece. Every like, yeah. third yeah. photo that he posts <laughs> of himself, which means every other year, yeah. is with his motorcycle. Yeah. And the others are he's holding one side of his blazer closed mm-hmm. and like looking at his watch yeah and, and his partner's too young yeah his partner's too young they look the same yeah they like don't say they vote republican but they do yeah right you, you did also at one point say he's giving log cabin i did which- and he does <laughs> he like complains about people that are a little bit too flamboyant who are kind of like oh making God, the rest yeah. of them he's look like, bad yeah 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate Caroline. I hate dad. him. Is there anything else about Damon we want to touch on? Well, he yes. has a physical fight with his dad in the office, and he's like, "I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm gonna have fun with this." And he's like biting his neck, mm-hmm. but then Caroline comes in and beats the shit out of Damon. Yeah. At one point, Damon pins her down and is like, "I'm stronger than you," and then she says, "Yeah, but I'm angrier than you," and she throws him. She across like breaks the his arm. She it's great. It's great. Him. It's really. It's. It's a so good wonderful. Caroline Pretty moment. good, yeah. I love it. There's also a good Damon Alaric mm. storyline uh-huh. where Alaric <laughs> oh my chooses God, I love the this. most insane way to go about this. Is He pulls Damon aside at a public event and tells him, twice yeah. to take a beat with Elena. He's like, hey, um, so I'm still crashing on Elena's couch, so I've noticed that you're getting inappropriately close with this high schooler. Whose couch I'm crashing on. And he's I mean, not he's late. so late. He's, he's the late. one to notice yeah. that, because he he's be. around. But I'm just saying, there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. Oh. Yeah. I'm like Bill <laughs> Caroline's dad, Alaric, is around. Yeah, yeah oh, but yeah. him specifically being like, He's not like it's a permanent problem that you're so much older than her or like he's like just pump the brakes. Yeah, he's like exactly. Maybe just like the give implication it a week. is wait until she's out of high school, maybe. Yeah, or something. Or something. Or something or- dies with like something simmers down with Stefan. Yeah. Right. She's still pining up. He right. tells but yeah, he's trying to tell Damon to cool it. At a certain point they're outside of the house that the event is at, I think. The Lockwood Manor. The Lockwood yeah. They're doing Manor. another Founders Day thing. And he's having a tiff with the Damon. Founders Day potluck. He and Damon get close. Damon looks pointedly at his hand, which is wearing that ring that keeps the supernatural from killing you. And he snaps Alaric's neck, temporarily killing him, which did make me laugh. I have a quote prepared. Yeah. From E.E. Cummings. (laughs) He says, you're repeatedly killing my vibe today. And Alaric says something back like, Mm -hmm. we need to be killed, whatever. And then Damon says, it's your temporary funeral. And then stabs his neck. Love it. It's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. It's very funny that that happened. And uh, Elena gasps. She's like, (gasps) Damon. And and it's like, okay, can we just like accept that like the laws of death work different? And like, like, we know that he just did a nothing thing right. that's more annoying it's yeah, than anything it's like, else. Um, did you guys, did any of you watch far enough into the chilling adventures of Sabrina to mm-hmm. where, um, like, yes. Zelda just kills Hilda sometimes? Yes. yes. <laughs> and it's like, she'll be yeah, back. Buries her, back. buries her in the patch. Yeah. 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 Alaric does wake up. Then Elena on... is like waiting next to his body. It was so, we cut back to Elena. Like, Elena's on, <laughs> yeah. on the phone later. Yeah. And it's an emergency. Back to her and Alaric's just still lying on the ground it's, dead yeah. pretty funny. well she was calling Caroline to warn her that Damon was after right. her dad yeah, yeah. but Alaric wakes up later on Damon's couch yes and Damon <laughs> notes that it took Not a much longer time. time than usual yeah which is interesting yeah. oh that could be maybe do you think that's related to the ghosts like there's something fucked up in the veil that it took him longer to that get that would back? be really fun yeah I don't think that's what it is I wish it was it could do you think the ring's running out of juice either the ring's running out of juice Something to do with John dying, mm. maybe. Yeah. Or Alaric just like sucks. <laughs> the ring's like, I'm not vibing. I'm not vibing. Mm. Like, I'll bring him back, but I won't like it. Or maybe he's like, maybe there's like a hint of supernatural in him somehow. Oh. And it's oh. like, the ring's like uh, having trouble working. That'd be fun. That'd and like, it's fun. something he doesn't know about yet. The conversation they have when he comes back is <laughs> Alaric says, You killed me. <laughs> Damon says you pissed me off Alaric <laughs> says you killed me and then Damon says no hard feelings and then it <laughs> he explains just that everyone was being too bossy and that's why he had to do it 
I love, love him. him. Yeah. <laughs> he sucks so much. I love him. Yeah. If Jeremy sucked that much, I would love him. But he yeah. sucks in a way that's boring. He yeah. also, mm. the final Damon quote I have prepared here is mm. when he is walking out of the, like, right before he kills Klaus. Mm. Klaus is like, you know, they're going back yeah. and forth. And he yeah. says, listen, the guy threatened to out me. And <laughs> then talks about the irony. Yeah, yeah and says, that's <laughs> ironic. So dumb. We're yeah. still doing the vampires are gay metaphor. <laughs> But we're doing it in a way that's weird. Not helpful. Yeah, not it's thought out and very not well. um not glad award. Not glad award worthy. <laughs> yeah. Not glad worthy. If you were actually wait, if you were to give a glad award to a va- any vampire, who would it be? Wow. Sorry, that's a big question. Yeah, yeah it's huge. Do you, let it me is. know if you need to okay. send some quick emails it's to check with the council. Vampires. Mm. With the CAD okay. Academy. <laughs> now, to be like really candid with mm-hmm. you, the mm-hmm. very first thing that popped into my head was when Sean Spencer from Psych dresses up like a vampire. That's so valid. With the top hat. That is a straight man. <laughs> I know. I know. But he's an ally. But mm. he is an ally <laughs> and a vampire. <laughs> One episode. It's probably when Jeannie dresses a vampire in a suit. Yes. Oh, that's pretty good. That was a great suit, too. Yeah. She really looked really she showed up to my she showed up to a party a vampire party <laughs> hilarious in our that house. this vampire party happened like a, f- a few years before this year. podcast yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my beloved we threw a vampire party for my birthday in our home and you had she, blood bag cocktails which was blood fun. bag cocktails those were really really great yeah she showed up to the party in our house late mm-hmm. <laughs> in a better outfit than me I think that they were equally good. No. I was really mad <laughs> because I wanted to go as the Vampire Diaries. But Rebecca but had Re- done it. Rebecca had done it. Yeah. Rebecca Torture, who's... You some, didn't some, even know you the wanted to do that until you saw her costume. No, that's not true. <laughs> um, yes. And she's never seen it. <laughs> no, she's but seen it. She, she made herself. She had not at the time. She stapled herself together a top <sighs> made out of composition notebook pages and called herself the Vampire Diaries, and it was great. And you would never... You would never. You could in the you, future. I have never seen you stay in costume of anything for a full night. That's fair. You do like to bring a comfy outfit as a backup. Yeah. You yeah. and change into it as soon as you arrive. Which is good planning. <laughs> that happened once. <laughs> okay, yeah, and a, then, and then you left your medieval gown at my house for like two weeks. <laughs> it was not comfortable. We need to do more costume parties. We do. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a really good charcuterie yeah. board. Too. We need to do costume like, parties. Yes. Like a medieval and, charcuterie board. Uh, yeah. Mm. And PowerPoint. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bridget, I was looking at your binicular costume in the Instax photos the other day because I was cleaning out those. And, yeah. One um, of my proudest moments. You looked so mm-hmm. demented. Yeah. Because was, you had like just such the thickest Sharpie widow's peak. Um, I used black lipstick. Between Amazing. your eyebrows. I used black, <laughs> black lipstick to fill in the like Dracula And like front. the difference in color between like mm-hmm. your natural like soft dark brown yeah. and then black lipstick forehead yeah. was Powerful. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say that lipstick never dried. So <laughs> the like bunny ears I was wearing just have black lipstick all over black them. Black lipstick <laughs> is grease paint. Yeah. I've never yes, had a black lipstick that was yeah. like in yes. any lipstick. way stable. Yeah. yeah. I want to turn to the Klaus and Stefan. Well, can we say the one more thing Alaric did this episode? Oh, yeah. So he goes to... I guess the two people on the council who know Damon's a vampire and he's like, hey, so your son is a werewolf and your daughter is a vampire. We need someone to stick up for the humans. So I want to be on the council. Oh my God. I am sorry. Uh We got into this argument during the episode. I stand by my guns and I wasn't going to bring it up if you didn't want to talk about it, but I'm, I'm, you brought it up. 
No, you just brought it I up. I said the plot line. You said the plot line. You're like, that's my normal voice. I I'm annoyed. <laughs> that L went with, I stand by my guns. I, I stand, stand by them. my guns. Here's oh my, my gun. Guns. And I don't know how to aim them. <laughs> uh-uh, I'm not licensed. <laughs> no. Okay. Listener, look what happened. Mm-hmm. Alaric went to Sheriff Forbes and Mayor Lockwood and said, hello, you both have supernatural children. And I would, I think he came at he, it wrong. He's just he like, like, I would like to represent the human community. I would yeah. like to, I think to two humans, yeah. to two humans. <laughs> but he was like, since I'm watching the Gilbert children, I'd like to represent the Gilbert family. Insane. Which is insane. That was insane. But I do think that he has a very strong point in Sorry. L. L. Let me at least talk. I don't I wasn't interrupting you. You were doing Listener, L was shaking their heads so dis- derisively. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. You want L to not engage with what you're saying? Is that what I you're asking for? I want L to be for? fully silent until they agree with me. Okay. I see. <laughs> um, please continue. Thank you, mm-hmm. Senator. <laughs> I would like to reclaim my time. I do think that the humans have been unbelievably disorganized mm. and in, uneducated in regards to what they are up against. Mm-hmm. We know that the anti-vampire council is like, they are formed on anti-vampire values and they have also been very bad at it. <laughs> they have been really, really ineffective bigots. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is the worst <laughs> kind. <laughs> is it? No. Alaric um, <laughs> is coming at this from a, he recognizes that humans are at a power disadvantage. Even though they have the numbers, they do not have the one-on-one power mm-hmm. and they are being steamrolled by the supernatural beings Mm. yes he also is not from a strictly anti-vampire pov Mm -hmm. right even though he has all of the credentials to be that right coming in with his wife being the lady that she is and the daemon of it all Mm -hmm. he cares about the human being surviving and i think honestly if he is seeing himself as a guardian to the gilbert children he's like ah yes these are two human children who are deeply intertwined with supernatural forces beyond any of our comprehension Mm -hmm. and holy shit crap 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 how do i protect them i don't think that he's right to place himself as the guardian i find him very annoying Mm -hmm. i do think that Mm -hmm. the humans need an intelligent (laughs) educated reasoned leader Mm -hmm. of the human faction because they are getting absolutely trounced (laughs) at every turn by vampires werewolves and doppelgangers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes i okay because they only have the mayor the sheriff and matt who have not jeremy done a lot so far no on a literal level i completely agree with you Mm -hmm. and we can end it right uh uh-huh and the episode is over Just, okay, what they have been doing this season and a little bit last season is, though, setting up vampires as a metaphor for gay people in a way that is very on the nose. So I think they- it's too sloppy to be on the nose. Either way, like, it's clear that that's what they're doing. Like, I don't think it no, is. How is it, it? How is it not? I think they're because doing different things with different people. They absolutely because with are. Stefan, because it's also more vampires addiction. are alcoholics. Because also vampires are like. But with Caroline specifically, yes. Caroline's plot line. Yes, Caroline. Yes. And he specifically calls out your daughter Caroline is a vampire. That makes you biased against the anti-vampire agenda of this committee. And so Caroline is metaphorically gay in the story that. Her mom is part of the anti-vampire council. The council is not gay hunters. I know they're not literally, but I'm saying the metaphor they're doing is so. I messy. don't think I don't think that it transfers beyond Caroline effectively. But that's not good writing. 
is no, what I'm saying. No, no. That's what, but I'm saying like, the, I'm not, <laughs> I'll agree with <laughs> no. you. Yeah, but I'm saying what the show has accidentally done is, is set up a yeah. bad metaphorical interpretation of their own yes. weird, like. Yes, I'll agree yeah. with you Because there. also, like, if we want to look at it mm-hmm. from the Stefan angle of it yeah. all, right? Like that is an addiction angle, yes. right? So the then it's an angle of like, this is an anti-addiction council yeah. and Where we your wanna... daughter is an addict, so you can't be and looking we at this subjectively. Kill all the and we and you guys want to <laughs> kill all the addicts, but you're bad at it. So, so that's be, also right, it, like none of it is not, none yeah. of it is clear cut enough. Yeah. to be a one to one, which is bad writing. It absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think they are trying to I'm say saying. that they are trying to say that like, but it's not a one to one. It's vampires. And also, Alaric is a spineless moderate. They did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They, yes, but he's the only one we've got. <laughs> they dip in and out of that allegory mm-hmm. because not even everything between Caroline and our dad is right. straightforward one to one like a gay allegory. For sure. I like think he like there there was a thing he said at the uh-huh. end that struck me that like only makes sense in terms of like her being a vampire. Well, yeah, because she is a vampire. He says you're. He well, he says you're a vampire, sweetheart. I don't think you'll ever be okay again. Which, in the context of only being a vampire, is true. Yeah, I I being think immortal that they've suck. done something here, <laughs> and I think this is what maybe L you're sort mm-hmm. of like pushing up against yeah. is they've done something here that I think they did a lot with race in the yes. first season. They're doing Ugh. the same thing. They are yeah. co-opting mm-hmm. the language mm-hmm. of oppression. Yes, when it suits them. Yes. To describe vampires, One yes, million billion, and so uh, they're using magic. all this conversion therapy language, and but then they're not committing to the metaphor. Exactly, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, yes, you like entirely. Wow. So correct. we talked until you agreed with us, wow. actually. <laughs> but literally, I <laughs> started by saying that they agree with me. So suck on that, Woodbury. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Talking is in fact <laughs> a zero sum game. <laughs> And my favorite way to agree with you is like we're fighting. Yeah. It's the only way Bridget and I know how to talk <laughs> is to agree it's, like it's we're literally fighting. literally agree like we're fighting is what we say. That sometimes. is sometimes because we're like, hey, we're yelling at each other. Are we saying the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we yelling when we agree? Oh, right. This is the only way we talk. <laughs> because that's how our parents talk yeah, to no, us. No, we're broken. Oh. We're very broken. But no, absolutely. I think that you are absolutely right to be uh, rightfully annoyed yeah, the with, the, is. with the with the next step of this plot where Alaric is is coming forward as mm-hmm. the human and I from purely a like mm-hmm. thank god someone's making sense <laughs> like I'm like thank god a human being is not just a mm-hmm. witless blood sack yeah has Alaric <laughs> been useful recently no has he been more useful than the sheriff she saved Caroline. She yeah, saved she stepped Caroline. up. Who has Alaric saved? He's been on a couch. Yeah, so he's I think been on he's a been making sandwiches <laughs> he's, yeah. he's been, for the kids. Alaric has been drinking day beers for no, three months. No, that's Alaric has been refusing to sleep yeah. in a bed because he thinks both rooms are too spooky in the <laughs> home of two kids whose every guardian they've ever had sleeping, died. I think he's sleeping back at his apartment now, but I think that... I'm just saying the man has yeah, not in absolutely. recent memory been... Yeah. Together, fuller production. Listen, yeah. listen. I think that season one or two, Alaric could have been a useful yeah, addition. If you yeah. hit me with, we just found <laughs> out that the history teacher has fucking crossbows yeah, full yeah. of stakes. Like, oh, yeah, sure. God, that was so fun. When we're he not was seeing like, him. when he was an inventor. Yeah, yes. oh, that was fun. It like, is, give me stew pickles. It is, 
That's what I'm looking <laughs> for. Pickles, who has lost yeah. control of his life. Yeah, taking pudding in Elena's yes, kitchen at 4 a.m. Exactly. Okay, literally the energy is one to one. I need to see a lark in a ratty bathroom. I need to say that it is not lost on me either that this man mm-hmm. who is meant to be kind of like our all-American, like, yeah, yeah. like bland down the middle, he's totally a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's got <laughs> he lost a girlfriend got into a drinking thing and now he's getting his shit back together by deciding he's their dad and starting a militia yeah. uh-huh. like yes. not lost on me yeah not lost on me it's at very all this QAnon of him this, this yeah. male very fantasy. divorced dad the, yeah. it's very divorced dad the male <laughs> fantasy divorced dad of goes like, alex jones yeah like oh. yeah, of yeah. Like, here's how i get back control oh, of my man. life i find children to respect me and I find a cause to shoot about. Yeah, yeah, I find a group of people that I can lobby against in my local government. Yes, God! <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. I want to move to Klaus, Stefan, and Rebecca. Mm. Okay. That storyline Oh my God, Alaric is a vampire nimby. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that storyline opens with a fashion montage for Rebecca mm-hmm. being a crotchety old lady. Oh, I love her. Oh, that was so good. A nimbiv, not in my basement vault. <laughs> not in my basement vault. Nimbiv. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing by it. Um, Nim, the scene that we open not in my on, small southern yeah. town, where she is just complaining about how all the clothes are too slutty. <laughs> clothes are too slutty, so women dress like prostitutes now. Yeah, the dance music is just noise. She mm. said it sounded like um, a a sh- cable car wreck. Yeah, <laughs> I wish she had like a transatlantic accent. I, God, that would hit so good for me. <laughs> I want Catherine Hepburn to walk into this show. Yes, yes, God, yes. They go on a journey yeah. to try to find Rebecca's necklace. Yes. Oh, and Stefan and Klaus are having like a very bro moment while she's shopping where they're Bro-ment. like, yeah, bro moment where they're like drinking beers in the lounge of this boutique and she's trying on dresses and they're like, oh, whatever. Your girl dress is fine. And she, <laughs> your stupid, your stupid gay ass girl dress is fine. And then she's like, I know you don't like it, Stefan. I can always tell when you're lying, which is foreshadowing. 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 Mm. She just needs to kiss you. Yeah. (laughs) And so then they go back to the bar to see the witch. And I don't remember what this specific... I wrote, cool witch thinks sister is helpful. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She does a a spell on... To locate the necklace. No, right, but I don't know what that, the part about the sister being, about Rebecca being helpful was. Oh, oh no idea. Um, but they, <laughs> they try to find the necklace using magic and it, like Elena is cooking the aforementioned chili and she gets a little burn mm. where the necklace was. Cooking yeah. the aforementioned chili. <laughs> so the, the first time she tries to locate this necklace, she sees a, a few girls mm. with it, but needs like more time and mm-hmm. space away from Klaus to yeah. figure this out. She's like, you're harshing my juju or something. Yeah. 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 Yes. And, and then Stefan <laughs> is like, cause she also looks pointedly at Stefan. Yeah. Yes. So Stefan's like, I'll take, Klaus to go drink some ladies. Yeah. I'm oh, very yeah. Because hungry. the girls mm. were talking about right, Stefan. Exa- yeah. yes. But he doesn't. So she gives him a look because yeah. she has heard the girls talking about him. And Stefan has received that look many times in his yeah. life, I think. And he's yeah. like, let's get out of here. Time to scam and scheme. Let's he's like, do. Klaus, let's go out for a pint or eight, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So when, <laughs> how many pints are in the human body? I want to say eight. Okay. I yeah. thought it was 16. Maybe. Is well. it a pound? And then we cut back to the bar where the witch get Stefan to torture him. And so by the yeah. way, ding, um, I'm starting a new counter for season three, which yes. is scenes of barroom torture. Because we are now three for three episodes, which is a lot. It's a lot of bar torture. So yeah. yes. Ten. 
Ten pints. Ten Ten pints. Okay, Okay. never mind. Nobody was right. (laughs) It's about 8% of your body weight and Mm. blood donation. You donate about a pint. Oh, interesting. Okay, thank you. But so Stefan comes up to her. She's like, yeah, I know that Elena, like, has the necklace or like I know a girl has a necklace you want I heard them talking about you uh get it from me and then he's like I'm not getting you the necklace and she was like well it would be a shame if I told Klaus his sidekick is scheming behind him and then she tries to blackmail him because she just wants the necklace because it's the talisman of like the oldest witch yes so that would be some pretty Pretty powerful powerful magic to own so he lunges at her as though to like kill her to cover up his tracks she stops him the next time he loses consciousness, he comes to shirtless, tied to a table in the bar, surrounded by like 100 candles. Uh-oh. She, <laughs> I love that movie. She takes a knife to him and like takes his blood out and then presses Vervain into his chest in a way that makes these like bloody handprints. And she's like reading his mind and is like, ah, the doppelganger lives. Mm-hmm. So she now yeah. knows what the mm-hmm. whole deal is. Yeah, she <sighs> says, which is these days they're into new age mm. stuff. I'm more old school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She or- wasn't. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't, there wasn't much there to no, that ritual. She, she specifically uses Latin. Mm-hmm. Like, we hear her use Latin. Yeah. And I think that's the writers not knowing what voodoo is at yeah. all. Yeah. What voodoo yeah. is, what... Not even searching for it on the internet. No, because <laughs> Catherine later calls her a high voodoo priestess. Yeah. And that is simply racist yeah yes there's simply no other racist. interpretation there's, of that because that woman is not even sound like she's from louisiana no. no you know like it's the only reason that she said that was because she was black yeah yes. like yeah. that is the like a hundred only... years ago she was still in chicago yeah uh-huh. yeah. yeah 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 so <laughs> no it was it was such a like blatantly racist thing to say that was like it's honestly comical because they don't even know that they were being racist right then. Yeah. They thought that <laughs> yeah. it was like a funny quip. Yeah. yeah. If anything. That like, oh, well, it just makes sense to say that any black magic user would be doing voodoo. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I will say it doesn't detract from her coming no. off as a badass. No. She seems unbelievably capable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she and tortures. Catherine's racist. <laughs> and Catherine's extremely racist. Which I guess, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, we knew. We knew. We knew. She's a really old white lady. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she tortures that information out of Stefan, mm. realizes that the doppelganger is alive, mm-hmm. and this is why Klaus can't make his hybrids, mm-hmm. and before she can do anything... Who uh-oh. zips in? Who zips in? Catherine. Not Paula Damon. Dean herself. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine. Uh, and she does kill this woman that we were hoping would live, because yeah. she's a That was the witch. first racist lady I could think of. <laughs> Paula Dean. Yeah. The first one I can think of is Name a woman Kathy Bates' character In American Horror Story Coven That would That would have honestly Been better Cause it, it Which Because also Yes Like not only was she A caricature of a racist woman mm-hmm. Delphine Lalaurie From the mm-hmm. past Yes Nonetheless Yes She was yes. Delphine Lalaurie yes. yes And then Yeah also Oh no That would have been So much better So Catherine <laughs> like Stabs this lady in the neck Yeah And Coward. then Is yeah. like Yeah from you behind You hate to see it You Coward. hate to see it And then is like talking to Stefan about the plan Mm -hmm. and how she wants them to like work together and Stefan says quote it's good to want things Catherine (laughs) I loved that if you're looking for a diabolical partner in crime I suggest you look elsewhere and do you know where she looks friends 
Yeah. Damon. Her classic second Damon choice. Damon and Catherine go on a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Catherine had stolen Damon's necklace. Uh, sorry. Catherine had stolen <laughs> Elena's necklace. Damon's puka shell necklace. <laughs> Bonnie took it to check it out for a while during the chili cook-off or whatever. Yes. Um, she and Jeremy were like looking through some really old, old texts to cook-off. figure out like what's up with this necklace. Yeah. But all the books set aflame. Yeah, which was magically. Fun. There's something going on that doesn't want anyone to know mm-hmm. about this necklace. Yeah, so Catherine pretending to be Lena gets the necklace back from Bonnie and kind of is like dangling in front of Damon, like, I look what I've got. Look what I got. <laughs> yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's get away from here. Where yeah. are we going? Don't you want away to go away with here? me? <laughs> yeah, she's like, that's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. yeah for I'm now. Gonna, so she's <laughs> taking Damon across state lines. <laughs> he is younger than her. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> with Klaus, mm. well, actually, Stefan and Rebecca. Yeah. Stefan's plan is to seduce Rebecca. Yeah. Mm. Which it was like it Catherine was sort of planted the seed. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm taking a page out of your book by yeah. pretending to not be interested in her. So she gets obsessed with mm-hmm. me. Obsessed. And then I'll give her a little bit of attention and then she'll be even more obsessed with obsessed. me. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca plays innocent and coy. Yes. Yeah. She at some point comes up to him and very tenderly is like, do you think you'll ever be able to love someone as much as you love her? And then he says like, oh, I, could one, I could one day. Like trying to string her along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she kisses him and goes, I mm. always can tell when you're lying, Stefan. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you're lying to me. And yeah. I'm not going to bother yes. trying. <laughs> she rats him out to Klaus yeah, saying like, he's been asking about Michael. Which is like, spelled like Mikhail. Mikhail. Because in the subtitles. Oh, because he was specifically like, hey, why is Klaus like afraid of anyone like yeah. there was some guy hunting you in the past like but he's an original yeah. which i killed. thought was a very slick way yeah to be asking about that yeah because he has new memories even if stefan wasn't on their side that's or was on their side that would be a good question yeah. Yeah. like if he's supposed to be a henchman she's just so competent yeah. yeah and it is so refreshing it's yeah. i like her a lot that a lady was introduced and mm-hmm. we knew she was gonna be immediately yeah. underserved by klaus right mm-hmm. like yeah. because he's like Mm, dramatic woman sister it's ha! a lady that's being introduced who's super competent yes. and confident yeah, but yeah. also she's the whole isn't package. gonna die immediately and love that fuck love that it's also like always really refreshing when on the bad guy's side is someone mm. who seems to have a good head on her shoulders and is competent yeah it's just like it's just more fulfilling that like yeah. everyone's not like a weedly little henchman archetype. Agree. It actually, what I was thinking what during the episode was that it sort of hits a Volturi spot for me. Oh, I because, see that. Yeah. Because like, not to Twilight Splain, <laughs> but like as uh, they are foils mm-hmm. in the books and they have like a team of very competent, talented in different ways vampires mm. at their beck and call because they are the Vatican. And they feel like good opponents because of that. Because of that, yeah. And it makes sense yeah. that the biggest power in town would have had time to assemble like actually the best. Mm. useful people and not high schoolers. Agree. Yeah, it's it feels good. <laughs> and it's also, it's nice that she was introduced to someone who like had feelings for Stefan, but she's mm-hmm. not just defined by that. Like, yeah, even if she still seems like him. she's pretty much let it go. Like she yeah. was like, Ugh, never mind. Which is funny too, because they mentioned like, yeah, that was like yesterday for her. Yes. So she can she can burn through but feelings fast, not. which is fun. <laughs> and what's also interesting to me is the like 
dynamic between her and Klaus and that like she chose Stefan over Klaus in the past but now appears to be even though she doesn't get along with Klaus super well she's like kind of ride or die for him when it comes down to it yeah which I think is interesting there's a weird family dynamic going yeah on. because yes. she won't even undagger her own siblings mm. out of fear right of that house will just will kill her yeah, yeah. we'll yeah we'll Hunt simply her kill her yeah toxic and engrossing <laughs> you reviewing any media <laughs> literally me reviewing any media i enjoy yes i really cherish the moment when rebecca brought back to her brother like mm. oh i th- i think stefan's keeping something from us mm-hmm. and the brother turns to Stefan and Mm -hmm. is like listen I'm not mad I'm just curious (laughs) Mm -hmm. because my sister has what he said was quote borderline supernatural Mm. ability to to tell when someone's lying and I was like she's a vampire (laughs) I'd say just regular supernatural (laughs) and then he decks Stefan yeah so rad Mm. he never doubts her for a second and like that's part of what like we're learning more about their relationship Yeah. yeah and that it is not just two whiny like old family brats yeah who who kind of like kill their way through parties yeah and time and time (laughs) these are two effective competent people who like have have an eye on the bigger picture and trust each other and have enough of a history that like a person couldn't just get a read on their dynamic yeah a a person who was only as old as the confederacy (laughs) couldn't get it couldn't get it it made me feel that is the thing in a sibling mm-hmm. relationship that has felt the most accurate to me. Yeah. That like you might like shit all over your sibling, mm-hmm. but it, when they're like, hey, when it counts. Hey, yeah. I don't think we're safe. Yeah. Then like, yeah, of like, course. Oh, only I get to hit my brother. You don't get to hit my yeah. brother. Yeah. But not even that. Just like my a brother is turning the biggest you. asshole, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna like lie to him because I have a yeah. crush on you. Yeah. Right. And like right. they. When one of them's like, hey, let's close ranks, the other one's like, okay, no questions. Like, it just yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I liked it a lot because Klaus is, we've only ever <laughs> seen Klaus consistently suspicious. So to see him implicitly trust someone is interesting. It's nice. Yeah. It's yeah. refreshing. Mm. We end the episode on Stefan and Klaus. Klaus opens the door to a truck mm. and he had brought Stefan and all of his coffined siblings yeah. back to Mystic yeah. Falls. Back in town. I think I only counted four coffins. Okay. Do we know how many? It was either four or five. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So that's Elijah and then probably four other people. Yeah. I think that Max. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There could be two shoved in a coffin. Maybe there's some twins <laughs> conjoined. <laughs> they referred to it as the family cargo, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. They're just um, a big so, like the family can. storage unit. Yeah. That it's got grandma's piano and Bill. Because yeah. specifically yeah. the shot is they are in like, oh, a big weird room and it's revealed to be at the back of a truck. Yeah. So <laughs> Klaus like opens the back of the truck and it's the main street of Mystic Falls. Yeah delightful and we're like welcome home wait now klaus can run for mayor i klaus literally did mayor. think about that i was like he came back to run for mayor i want to see klaus versus alaric in a mayoral debate oh. <laughs> right wait, that would be so funny right now elena's in danger of klaus figuring out she's alive mm-hmm. yeah because she's just living her she's regular life her, yeah. in mystic falls yeah. not uh-huh. undercover at all and the guy who thinks she's dead is back yes. oh fun delightful <laughs> sorry my hands are on my hips like <laughs> oh fun and this has been the vampire journals mm. episode four disturbing behavior i'd say <laughs> king fame king shame well i had two quotes left and i was like great these are perfect for this 
I'm in a kink fame Caroline for when her dad was grievously wounded mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm fine. I don't need to drink your blood. And she told him to grow up. Grow up and then shoved his <laughs> face on the her blood wrist. And I'm in a kink shame Jeremy for when he said to Elena as if this um, should have been like understood mm. that obviously he told Bonnie that his dead girlfriend's ghost had been visiting him all summer because he had not until moments before that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to kink fame Rebecca. I just really respect where her priorities are at. Yeah. And I'm loving learning more about her. Yeah. And I'd like to kink shame Alaric for casting himself mm-hmm. as a papa bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find it gross and mm-hmm. presumptive. Yeah. yeah. Agree. I will kink fame that witch for doing a fun evil bar ritual and sort of like a respectful goodbye yeah. kink fame because she seemed really yeah. cool in general. Almost as a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I will kink shame. Talk about a standing O, am I right? Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I'll kink shame. Um, let's see here. So many. There's so many. Have we kink shamed so many Caroline's dad yet? No. I'll kink shame Caroline's dad for his rancid energy. Yeah. Rancid. In general. Yeah. Bad representation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For being bad representation. And like not even fun bad representation. Yeah. Right. yeah <laughs> which exactly. I not like. Damon. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love seeing evil gay people that suck in media because I love seeing myself yep. on the screen. Yep. But this guy sucks in a way that I, uh, mm, mm, you know? Wrong way. Yeah. Wrong yeah. way. Wrong way. Mm. He's using the tools of his oppressors against his exactly, child. but not even in a way that is metaphorically cohesive. No, or <laughs> that he seems at all aware of. Yes. I'm going to kink fame Damon's conflicting outburst. <laughs> the Buster Booth, I'm a monster. Monster. <laughs> monologue about himself i think him telling elena that she should stop trying to change him Mm. into stefan was pretty good and self-aware yeah Mm -hmm. and she needed to hear it i Mm. oh yes (laughs) i'm gonna king shame klaus just for continuing being a shitty little schemer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you hate to see it like he's well you do (laughs) he doesn't know he's after elena yet Mm but he knows he's after something. Yes. And trying to, like, it's just selfishness, trying to figure out what went wrong in the ritual so he can make more hybrids. Like, it's not enough that he's an all-powerful mm, hybrid. Yeah. He has to force this on other people yeah. just so that he has friends. Yeah, which is pretty lame so for a lonely. guy that, sh- he was cool when he came onto the scene, but the fact that his plot line is like, but I need bros. I'm lonely. I'm lonely. No, I won't wake up my siblings. I need bros that I am the god emperor of. All my family <laughs> are kind of dead. Yeah. I killed them, but still, See, they're he not sucks here. in a way that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> plug. I have a business that's called Galaxy Brain Design. You can find us online at galaxybraindesign.com or on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or Tumblr.com at so Galaxy Brain Design. It's Hell literally yeah. everyone is like, we're leaving Twitter for Tumblr. Okay. Wow. I. I how's the energy? 
pretty good actually on twitter or tumblr on tumblr oh yeah i've been (laughs) i've been spending no time on twitter Mm -hmm. i so actually i'm gonna plug tumblr i guess because it's 2008 i have consistently had a tumblr this whole time i had i never deleted i made a new one i'm not on mine frequently but i'll like go on it sometimes and yeah see all my little mutuals yeah i have a couple people that i check on (laughs) yeah from time to time my new feed once i made one for galaxy brain is Mm -hmm. just all like people's ethereal pictures of like bones and fish and love it yeah okay well that sounds fun i'll do that yeah i i just follow accounts that are like paintings yeah exactly yeah. it's yeah. all just like aesthetic yeah but i posted the um redraws of the cryptids Ooh, from yeah. last year nice. and the people are eating them up with yes so okay yeah. hell yes cool just watermark your shit <laughs> i am trying to get some stuff together some process videos over at wicked.glint on instagram and then at some point tumblr <laughs> I have no businesses. No business. I got no business. <laughs> I have this podcast. Oh, I've been reading the book Legends and Lattes, and it's really cute. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, that's been recommended a few times. It's sort of the. It's like it's essentially like a bubble bath of a book. Wait, can I plug a book? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I literally I have realized mm-hmm. that it genuinely. We have enough vampire content that uh-huh. we're consuming on the regular that mm. we could have a spot on the podcast where we're just like <gasps> vampire corner. Ooh. Here's my latest vampire thing. Hell yeah. Here's my latest vampire thing. Yeah, what's up? I listened to the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires, I think is the full title, and mm-hmm. it's a Grady Hendrix book, mm-hmm. and I greatly enjoyed it. It is set, in, I think I was telling you about this mm-hmm. the other night, Morgan, but it is set in like... 90s charleston suburbs Mm. and this like very stuffy old town that has very southern values Mm. has a very housewife book club that a vampire then comes to town and what happens next it has a take on vampires that is immediately recognizable as vampire Mm. but yet has its own world logic Mm. right it doesn't like just copy some standard vampire Mm -hmm. stuff and also the spoilers i guess Mm -hmm. method of execution is the first of its kind that i have Hmm. experienced in any sort of monster slaying in a way that i felt very grounded and believable oh interesting are you gonna say what it is or is it like a better to go and not knowing i can't i wouldn't do the full spoiler okay but i would say a keyword that's a a little sure do a keyword field dressing Oh, oh, I love that. Say the I, name of it again. The way that my eyes lit up like little emoji hearts. I can see that uh-huh. for you and I am intrigued. Oh my God, I was so alive. <laughs> I love it. I did called... think you were telling me the name of it was the way that my eyes lit up. I was like, what? how wow. do we get to field dressing? <laughs> it's called the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires or something very similar to that. Mm. I, it's got a lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy who also wrote My Best Friend's Exorcism mm. and like a couple mm. other things. Yeah, he does a lot of like fun pop yeah. horror. Oh yeah, he yeah. does very genre. Yeah. Genre. And yes. I love a genre loving genre. Same, same. Should mm-hmm. this podcast have a Tumblr? Huh. Huh. I don't think it would hurt, Mm-mm. but I mean... Just to like ease out of Twitter. Yeah, if we're trying yeah. to ease off of Twitter, that might yeah. be yeah. necessary. I'm going to make a Tumblr account for the Vampire Journals. If you're one of our f- active Twitter followers, <laughs> let us know where else 
you are. are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we do like you guys. It's the rest of the app that isn't. It's like yeah. Elon but the, mostly. But, the, yeah. but you guys who like listen to us and talk to us sometimes, you're delightful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of Twitter. But yeah. All right. Great work, everybody. Yeah. I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>